thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the legend himself, the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the rock star. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi there, Damo. Hey, MP. Rockstar. That's amazing. You are a rock star, especially with that moustache of yours at the moment, mate. You are <laughs> Some pretty call me. free all the way. <laughs> I've been called a different kind of star, not a rock star. Still a four-letter word, but... It's uh, been quite different. <laughs> <laughs> this moustache. Four days to go. Four days to go to be gone. Oh, man. Well, you've done a super job. Hey, um, Damo, as happy as you and I are, and yes. of all the topics that we've covered in 100 Not Out in our 34 episodes to date, 34. we haven't really gone into stress a whole lot. It's come up in bits and pieces throughout um, you know, interviews with guests and the like. Yeah. But I was just thinking the other the other week. I thought here we I do a podcast with a man who travels around the country with a um, with a talk called Crack Your Stress Code, and we've never really spoken about stress. We haven't, have so we? So I thought maybe, and I don't think we should even attempt to cover this in one podcast. So I think we should do this as a two podcast series, but. We're on the verge of Christmas. Um, it is the silly season. It's going to be, without doubt, well, it generally is. I'm not going to forecast anything, but generally it's for a lot of people the most stressful month of the year because there's, there can be family stress, uh-huh. there can be financial stress, there can be work stress because you know work can often pretend like it's the end of the world if, if something doesn't happen or things don't happen by Christmas. There can be social stress because there's so many demands on us from so many different friends and family and groups to catch up and do this. Uh, and then there's physical stress because all of those stresses can, can lead to, to breakdown in the body. So if we're ever going to cover two podcasts on 100 Not Out about stress, I think this time of year is the best time to do it. So, And, and we don't really need to uh, interview an expert because you are the expert. You are the one that te- teaches people how and why to crack your stress code. So, Damo, do you want to give us a rundown on, on Crack Your Stress Code? Well, first of all, how did it actually come about? Because for so long, you were doing uh, Power of Food and still do Power of Food. Yes. But how did you, um, I suppose, where did the inspiration come from to do Crack Your Stress Code? MP, it's a great, it's a great question because essentially what happened was I got a phone call from Norm Broccoli from the CAA and he said to me, Damien, um, we'd love you to come and present for the CAA. That's the Chiropractors Association of Australia. Uh, we'd love you to come and present for us um, a seminar on stress. Could you do that? I said, yeah, Norm, I'd love to do that. I'd never, ever spoken about stress in my life before. I'd experienced stress, as everyone has, and I dealt poorly and well with stress. So I'd done, I'd, I'd dealt with stress in two different ways. And uh, he said, we'd love to come and do it. I said, yep, no problems, mate. I'll do that for sure. He goes, great, can I lock you in for this date? I said, yep, not a problem. I said, how long is he? He goes, three hours. <laughs> so I've already said yes, right, before I'd even found out more about it. So it turned out that I was doing a three-hour presentation on stress, which in itself was stressful, right? So I thought, oh, my gosh, I can either sink or swim here. So I decided I was going to swim. 
and I, I went about trying to discover and find out more and more information about what um, stress actually means and what it does to the body and I researched it and went deeper into it to understand the different hormone profiles that take place and all the chemical changes within the body when there's a stress event that takes place and the physiological effects of it and then the long-term negative effect on your genes. I went further into you know research more about that and the shortening of your telomeres and the shortening subsequent shortening of your life. So I went into to all that detail, I ended up assembling about 150 different slides to talk about over a three hour period. I thought, hey, if I get through you know, 50, 50 slides every hour, I'll be pretty much on time, I'll be doing all right. Now, Marcus, you know oh. me, right? You know what I'm like. <laughs> I, am, I am fearing for you at the thought of that. But do you know, when I speak and I do seminars, right? I use one slide probably every six to 10 minutes. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, you're going to talk for 24 hours. Mate, I'll tell you what. Well, I got through about 80 of those slides and I was flying through them, right? And I thought, oh my gosh, I've got 70 to go. But in the um, in the, the making up of this particular presentation, I learned a heck of a lot. And on the day of the presentation, um, I'd finished the presentation. Um, I'd done it the night before, completed it. It was all looking great. Sent it, I was going to send it to the CA, but the file was too big. So I said, look, guys, I'll just bring it. No worries. And my little MacBook said... It's time for an update. You should do an update. Oh, so, no. Yeah, going, you no. can hear it, can't you? So I did the update, and uh, it did all the update, and then I got this spinning wheel stuck on my screen, and uh, this spinning oh. wheel with a grey screen stayed there oh. for, for hours. <laughs> for I'm hours. feeling stressed for you right now. Yeah, so oh at 5 o'clock in the morning when I got up in the morning to go to work, I, uh, I started this update. Um, I kept the update going. Um, I set up my computer in my upstairs office when I was working at this particular practice in Middle Park and um, I was doing chiropractic downstairs, naturopathy upstairs and the spinning wheels, you know, ticking away, doing its thing and I go down for a couple of hours to do some chiropractic adjusting, come up to do some naturopathy and it's still spinning, like it actually hasn't installed after a couple of hours, I was packing myself so I realised that it had now got stuck. So I called up Apple Care and, and spoke to them and they said, oh look, you know, are you using this computer? I said, yes. And they said, well, that's now out of its Apple Care plan. And I said, oh my gosh, so I've got like time capsules and I've got a MacBook, I've got an iMac and I've got iPads and I've got, you know, iPhones and iPods and I everything. Like, you, <laughs> I, I'm stressed. You, I own I me, right? right <laughs> totally, I stress, right? <laughs> and they said, look, we'll help you out. But essentially what you've got to do is you've got to go and get your install disk and you've got to reinstall the software back on your computer because we're going to hard boot it and we're going to stop it. And then we're going to reinstall all the software from scratch. I said, well, what does oh. that mean? I said, well, I still have my presentation on there. They said, we don't know. So I had a lunch break. It was going to take me 40 minutes to drive home because I was living you know, 40 minutes away from my work. Um, I drove 40 minutes home, grabbed the disc, drove 40 minutes back, put the disc in, and it was going to take you know, 30, 40 minutes to do all that. And so my three-hour break was going to be totally chewed up. And um, it, it installed in that break, and I got back into my adjusting at about 3 o'clock that afternoon, and it said that I had about four hours um, left before the installation will have completed and uh, and I had four hours to go until I was due to present for the CAA oh my gosh <laughs> I didn't have anywhere else where this presentation was actually backed up on right so I was having a real you know a little internal stress I was going up and down the stairs the timing was about <laughs> correct you know like because the timing actually there said, is perfection in all of this isn't there somewhere somewhere Dame, you're going to tell me there's perfection in all of this well I got to, I'll cut a long story short essentially you know as I was driving there eating sushi rolls um, driving to this cracky stress code I had the computer open on the on the front seat of my car 
Um, it was a relatively new car, so the seats were a little bit slippery. And um, I, as I pulled up to the lights, the, the, the uh, computer slipped off the front seat and went into the well, like into the footwell. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's bad. Um, the sushi also went into the well. And I picked up the computer... And right next to me was a police car looking in to find out why I was looking at my computer while I was driving, you know. <laughs> How's this, right? So I then I eventually arrive at the location to do this presentation. I was due to start in about seven minutes' time, and I still had seven minutes until the install had completed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I walked in stressing my guts out. not sure whether or not I was actually going to be able to do this stress talk for... You know, 80 chiropractors that had turned up to the event and then 130 that were online because they were all, you know, streaming this this cast. And um, so, you know, I was literally presenting to 210 people that I, some of them I could see, some that I couldn't see. And, um, and I was stressed out. So I walked up, got in the lift, and I was met by a guy who I didn't realise that I'd been met by until just the other day I gave this talk at his at, for his for his office. His name's Luke Pocock. I don't know if you know Luke. He's actually in... Um, he's in... Um, oh, Mornington Peninsula. And I, and he met me, and and I said, and I actually still don't recall that I met him. But he said, yes, it was me that was in the lift that was speaking to you, and he had no idea who I was, right? Because I, I was so stressed out of my brain, I'd gone well out of my brain space, well out of my heart space. I was living in a different different time zone, right? Because I was trying to get this computer to, you know, really kick on. And I was using all my meditation powers to power the computer to get going. <laughs> you were very focused, though, mate. You oh, were very focused. Man, so I put the computer on the lectern. It's still spinning around. I plug in all the cords and everything. And at one minute to seven, um, the computer fires up and it gives that almighty Mac ring you know, the, the boom oh god oh let's see how we go so i go straight to the presentation it was all there the presentation was all there so oh, that's the best story man oh, so that's I, the best story. I was stressed and so all oh. this stuff that i learned about stress um uh, was incredible because I, I spoke about that stress event i told everyone what had happened that day they were like going wow that's full on that's amazing surely they would have been La- you would surely they were all laughing hopefully they were all laughing people were laughing people were laughing and, uh, <laughs> and, but I went on to talk about that stress thing and I realised that there's so many people out there that need to hear about stress but they wouldn't know that stress has such a profound effect on the body. And it took me some weeks to get over that event. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm very mindful of the effect of stress on my body, right? So I, you know, and I was doing a lot to try and overcome that as well. You know, obviously getting chiropractic adjustments, but doing extra exercise and taking some herbs to calm my stress down because I was really blown out. I blew fuses. And so I had to work out what actually happened. So I put together this presentation called Crack Your Stress Code because I understand that from a chiropractic perspective, we have a profound effect on the body's ability to heal and to reduce stress. And so I thought I need to teach people how chiropractic can be beneficial to helping people decrease stress, but also then what are the effects of stress on your longevity? And so that's what this whole talk's about. Well, that's it because, I mean, we're even learning today, like, and as a general rule, most people would probably agree with the statement that the more you stress over the course of your life, the, the, the less quality of life you're going to have at the end of your life. So, so even just working on that global general belief um, or statement, I mean, your crack your stress code obviously really drills down into, well, the, the whys and the hows of, of how that happens. So if you're just to kind of begin it at, at chapter one, Damo, like, and, and maybe that's at the very... Oh, beginning, but is it? Do you start at how stress affects your genes? Is that a good place to start, or do you prefer to start at the at the other end of the lifestyle spectrum? 
stage on mute. Sorry, and Pio started talking. Like, I was like, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, where I actually start at is by having people understand that there's a thing, there's a thing, there's a concept known as homeostasis. Have you heard of homeostasis before? Love homeostasis. Yeah, this is it, right? So, homeostasis is the ability of the body to maintain balance, and so where where something goes up the body will then work to get that back down again. So it continues to, you know, bring about balance and and flow and at the same time will respond to an environmental stress or an environmental thing and then it will bring everything back down to what we would call its kind of set point. The unique thing with uh, with, uh, with with stress is that the body doesn't actually reset itself back to zero. So you might come out of your stress event and you might go, oh my gosh, that was kind of crazy. But your now new set point for stress has been elevated. So your stress basically essentially builds up. It's called an allostatic response. So a homeostatic response means that you go from zero to 100 and then you go back to zero. Whereas an allostatic response means you go from zero to 100 and then 100 becomes your new zero. And then you go from zero or 100 to 1000 and then 1000 oh. becomes your new zero. So you actually never reset it and go back to balanced or back to zero um, with uh, an allostatic response. So it's you know that 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 is a huge problem for humans because unlike a zebra where a zebra might get chased by a tiger as soon as the zebra gets away from the tiger it just goes on to start eating again. It just goes, "Oh well, you know that was lucky safe for life today." <laughs> and it starts eating again. Uh, it doesn't actually conjure up all these stories in its head where it goes, "Oh my gosh, did you see the tiger chasing me?" You know, it bit yeah. my bum, and yeah. you know, I can't believe it. Imagine how imagine how to take a big chunk out of me. I could have Crocodile died. Crocodile came and spilled my guts out. <laughs> it doesn't stress, and then build a whole picture of uh. a story and tell a story about it, and then get a whole new perspective on it, like humans do. Like we have a stressful event, and then we can paint a whole new picture and live a whole new existence, a whole new experience of that stress event because we can we, we can play with our mind a little bit. And uh, so, so, can I, can I ask you the question, which I'm sure a lot of people are asking, and maybe this will come at the end, but can we do things to eventually bring our numbers down? Yeah, we can. But what I love to talk about is how we actually get there in the first place. So yes, what, now, so we go stressed. So we get stressed. And the interesting thing about stress is we can either deal with stress really well, which means that we have a positive experience with stress. So stress can be something that's really excellent, you know. So we can have stress. And then, um, and, and, and stress is something that creates change. And so it's either going to be a positive change or it's going to be a negative change. And so I say to people, well, if you deal with stress well, then stress doesn't necessarily have a negative effect on your body. If you deal with stress poorly, um, then you'll move into the next stage of stress, which is chronic stress. And chronic stress uh, is considered to be something known as anxiety. And so we get anxious about um, a situation because we don't know how to manage it properly. So we, we, we have anxiety that's associated with um, the persistent long-term stress or stressors that actually take place in our body. And then from anxiety, we go into a state that's known as insomnia. And so this is the normal process for stress, right? So we go stress to anxiety to then in insomnia. And so with insomnia, we get to a point where we can't sleep or we do fall asleep, but it's not restful and we wake up tired or we go from into sleep and then we wake up a number of times through the night, not necessarily from snoring or apnea or any other cause, but just because we're stressed and we have fluctuations of hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol being secreted while we're sleeping. And that takes us into that insomnia state. Now, when you don't sleep, 
you don't get a big flood of melatonin. So if you're not winding down, you don't get melatonin to your body, and so you can't rest or relax, which is the period of time, the hours before midnight, at the time where your mind resets. And so that period where your mind resets is the ability of your body to manufacture serotonin. So if you don't actually get to sleep before midnight, you know, and you don't get those first few hours of sleep where you're relaxing, you're going to REM sleep, you're not actually going to be secreting serotonin, which means that you don't get happy. So you don't have the ability to laugh, you don't stay, you know, positive or mindful, and uh, and subsequently there, there becomes an issue where you start to get depressed. And so that's the chronic of stress. You go from stress, anxiety, and insomnia to depression. And uh, depression becomes then a, a very powerful situation where chronic stress has taken over and has a massive negative effect on the body. And so that to wind back, to get back through all of these stages, you've got to go from depression back into insomnia to celebrate insomnia, to then go from insomnia to get into anxiety and go, wow, that's amazing, I feel so good that I'm anxious. And then you go from anxious back into stress to understand how you've now got to manage stress. So you want to try and manage stress um, in a positive sense as opposed to in a negative sense. And so then you can go back into a state of calmness but still experience stress in your life but manage it better. Does that all make sense? That is just fantastic. Mate, I was going to say, when someone asks you to do a presentation and you go and learn everything, isn't that one of the best ways to learn? Because listening to you talk like this is like watching butter melt. It's just beautiful, Dan. <laughs> it's sensational. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, look, I love stress now. I love, I love the understanding of stress and you know the understanding of stress on your body. And so then to then understand that if you go further and further into those stressors, or sorry, into that um, effect of stress in your body, it has a more and more profound effect on your overall health. And we understand that the more you stress and the more um, adrenaline that's pumping through your body, in the short term, you can be very, very productive, but in the long term, when you start to secrete something called cortisol to buffer all that inflammation and stress, you know, you know, stress effect on your body, and that cortisol starts to flood into your system, not only do you get um, grumpy and moody, but you start to put on weight and you start to block inflammation and you start to block um, immunity so that you're now not responding to your environment in a sensible fashion. So because you're sending out so much cortisol into your bloodstream, um, your immune system doesn't have the ability to monitor and measure its response appropriate to what's coming into your body. So you might start to get um, food sensitivities or allergies associated with the environment like hay fever or asthma or eczema. Um, you start to respond um, poorly to other chemicals coming to the body. So you might actually start to get leaky gut or you might start to have an autoimmune disease because you've got the, all this stress going on and then your body doesn't have the ability to manage all of that from an immune point of view because you've been so stressed for such a long period of time, you've suppressed your immune system. And, so I'm uh, thinking, oh, sorry, a, and it just becomes yeah, yep. a huge problem. So when that takes place, your, your genes are continually being um, transcripted or read from um, in a negative sense, not in a positive sense. So instead of the positive genes or the good-looking genes being played out in your life, you're now playing out the ugly genes or the genes that you should prefer to throw away. So if you consider that you've got two pairs of genes, your good genes and your bad genes, you only want to wear your good genes. You don't want to wear your bad genes. And so your good genes you save for special occasions. And those good genes are when you're feeling good and you're doing the right things. The bad genes are when you're you know, not playing out a good quality of life. And that's in those last words that you say here, quality of life, everything, everything that you've just spoken about there has an impact of quality of life in terms of putting on weight, um, poor dietary habits, um, the chronic stress factors that you speak about. This is what I, I'm not sure if this is the right time to ask, but working down that ladder, so yeah. if someone, because people are listening now, they're like, okay, where am I on that ladder? Am I stress, am I anxiety, am I insomnia, or am I depression? Yeah. 
yeah. working back down the ladder, if someone's at anxiety, um, is now a good time to ask how to work back down the ladder to stress or do you more yeah. want to talk about the different types of stress? Well, let's talk about all the different types of stress before we start to work backwards because yep. I think if you don't identify what your stressors are, then there's no point trying to fix it. So let's just talk about all the different stressors because there are a number of different stressors, aren't there, MP? So we talk about um, the three main stressors. Obviously, there's we'll categorize it into two stresses. We've got eustress, which is a good stress, and then we've got distress, which is the bad stress. So eustress is productive, and eustress is uh, something that has a, a net positive effect on the body. So that might be exercise, for example. It's stressful on the body, but it has a net positive effect on the body, provided you put in the right nutrition and you know to allow repair. And then distress is where the continued amount of stress that takes place on your body or insult that takes place to your body, um, you haven't dealt with appropriately. So that becomes distressing and is uh, is associated with disease or disease in the long term. So you've got to um, work out which way you are going with your stress. Now the three main causes of stress are chemical emotional and physical and so we've got chemical stresses on a daily basis we've got physical stresses on a daily basis in fact from the day we're born um, and then we've also got emotional stresses and for the most part there's there's track lights of those and quite often your emotional stressors are amongst the most significant stressors that we face in our life you know because they appear to be the ones that we're more aware of however what's interesting the chemical stressors are the ones that probably have the most profound effect on our body um, long term given that we eat every single day which is a massive chemical stress for the body yeah sure okay so i mean i'm just thinking of a couple of other examples of use stress i often think of like work stress can often be a really good use stress when it's when it's linked to like a project like um your your PowerPoint or your keynote example is probably not the best idea. But when you're working on a on a task at work that actually makes you feel really good, and even though you're working hard, putting in big hours, yep. that that endorphin rush of goal achievement, feeling good about putting out a good product, or you know, in the chiropractic world, you might give a really great adjustment, or you might give many great adjustments in a day. Um, you hear lots of great feedback from your clients. Um, that kind of you stress, like big hours, but good stuff happening. Yep. Um, even like building a home, like you're building a family home and it's taking up so much time of your life but really it's a eustress if you allow it to be that is yep. because yep. you're creating something that's just such a wonderful part of your own life. If you um, look at it that way, so you know how people go, oh, those bloody builders, oh, those bloody plumbers, oh, those kitchen people, oh, the flooring people, you know, and they let that be a stress. So yep. if they go, oh, you know, those builders, geez, they were tardy but at least they got the job done you know, or, yep. you know, those floories, you know, trying to get some carpet laid these days is, you know, crazy. It's like getting a rooster to try and lay an egg. It's it's crazy. <laughs> you know, if they uh, if they look at that and then they turn that into a positive and they flip it, they go, oh, but they're really good and so I'm, I'm glad that we got them despite them taking so much time. You know, if you, you yeah. can flip it around to see the positive in it, then that's probably ideal. So I guess you're talking a lot about perception. You are, you would focus a lot on perception on like the same event happening, but just how we choose to to look at it. That's exactly right. So it's all about perception. So if you consider that what might be stressful for you, Marcus, might not be stressful for me, um, based on different life experiences or you yep. know different abilities to cope with different situations. So for well, example, if someone asked me to give someone an adjustment, <laughs> <laughs> or no. organize organize a wellness summit, like if someone asked me to organize a wellness summit, I would freak out. But saying to yep. you, MP, you're the guy to organize a wellness summit. You go, yeah, bring it on. I can't wait. You know, so that perception of you know um, 
a skill base or perception of being able to cope with tasks is very different between two different people. Yes, well, if someone, if, you know, I'm, uh, I'm giving Sarah a night off uh, mothering uh, in a couple of nights' time and um, I know it's going to be rather stressful because I look at what she does and I think it's amazing and to get me to do the same thing, it's not as easy being a linear male brain. Um, so like you say, it's a, it's a skill set but it's also just a, yeah, a, um, how you view it as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly yeah. right. So, in, I mean, obviously, in the presentation, I go through different perceptions of stress, and so, you know, I put up a um, a picture of, uh, you know, of a of a little chihuahua sitting underneath a uh, a lady who's sitting on what would seem to be a pretty flimsy kind of chair, and uh, and so I look at that, and then I talk about you know different perceptions around safety. So I look at the different changes that we talk about with safety, you know, internet safety, um, safety in our environment, safety with words, safety on Facebook, all of those sorts of things, because we have different exposure to stress and stressors from an emotional point of view. Yeah, Damon, I reckon we might have to. I don't know if this might even be three episodes, but why don't we talk about on the next episode? Um, I'd love you to talk about you know just. A bit more on adrenaline and cortisol and the different what what too much stress um, can lead to, um, and just I suppose more of the because a lot of people are going to be like this is all great, but now what do I do? Okay, like what do I do? Is um, do you reckon we can cover that on the next episode? I can't wait. And the genetic and the can't DNA. Wait. Can't wait. There's a lot to talk about, isn't there? There's a lot to talk about, but that's uh, I would love to. Let's do that next. Because I really feel, Damo, that this is a great almost like toolbox for people in the lead up to Christmas. Yes. Because this is, again, we said there's family stress, financial stress, uh, physical stress, social stress. So let's really put together the toolbox for people for the silly season so they can enjoy and maybe make this Christmas the, the best ever. Yeah. All right, well, folks, that's all we've had time for on this edition of 100 Not Out. But remember, the Facebook page is up and running. So please give us your feedback on the Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash 100 not out, all words, 100 not out. Um, you can provide the feedback in any number of ways. You can go to the website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Remember, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.